Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast that discusses a variety of mental illnesses that peg those in society today. The Millennial Illness Podcast is meant to spread love and awareness. It's meant to build connections, get rid of stigmas, and most importantly, it's meant to create a sense of unity through vulnerability. Vulnerability creates connections, and connections show us we aren't alone. I'm Camille, your host, and can't wait to build a connection with you today. Now, I wasn't planning on doing an episode for a few weeks because I had no idea what to talk about. But lately, all that's been on my mind is having an attitude of gratitude. For those of you that tuned into General Conference a few weeks ago, you might recall that some of the main themes were about finding gladness through the tough times. And if you don't recall, that's okay. I feel it was a main theme nonetheless. I realized that I haven't had an attitude of gratitude for quite some time. I focus on the negative, the bad in the situation, the why, and not the how. I decided after conference that I would go about my week with an attitude of gratitude. I would fake it till I made it. So, what did I do? Every time I started to feel sad for myself, not in a woe-is-me way, but in an empathetic, can't-believe-you're-going-through-this-way, I'd figure out a reason to be grateful for the circumstance. This led to things like, I'm grateful I can feel sadness, as it helps me to relate to others. I'm grateful that I have to take it slow, because life goes by too fast. I'm grateful my body tells me when something is wrong, versus saying, oh my word, I hate my circumstance, I hate my body, I hate life. Now, I will never go back on my original mentality of saying that it's okay to mourn for yourself, but I will forever now advocate that just as we mourn for ourselves, we must celebrate the good we have and the good in ourselves. Today, now I'm going to kind of jump here, but today was a rough day mentally. I felt more sad than usual, so I decided I would do what makes me feel happy. I'd sing. I found that all I could listen to and sing were sad songs. Isn't that so silly? I was silly. I'm just a silly girl man, that kind of made me uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm so sorry if you also experienced that kind of discomfort. We're connecting. Let's remember that. I was playing into my sadness. Not that isn't, not that that isn't okay, but I became stuck there. I hated that feeling being stuck in my sadness. So I went and cooked. I love cooking. It's become a new hobby that alleviates my brain when it won't stop thinking. Anyway, as I was cooking, I still felt sad and I felt mad about that. It wasn't supposed to be continuing. My sadness wasn't supposed to still be there it was supposed to go away so I fell into the slippery slope of negative thinking after about an hour and a ton of darkness later I went outside set my camera up and took pictures of myself smiling it was like an eighth grade photo shoot I'll tell you that right now suddenly though I wasn't sad anymore one because I laughed about the fact that I was acting like an eighth grader in the sense that (laughs) my old photo shoots were so interesting and I felt like that again so I felt youthful I guess um But I also faked being happy until I finally was. Also, just a side note, if you hear things clinking in the background, my dad is in the kitchen doing something. I don't know. And I'm supposed to be in a soundproof room right now, but it's clearly not soundproof. So I apologize for that. Anyway, but I'm grateful for the room nonetheless. This is an attitude of gratitude. Anyway, so I feel all of us have tendencies to get caught up in our circumstance. We feel as though we can't do something. We can't get out of bed. We can't progress. I understand that feeling deeply. I didn't used to. It's a terrible feeling and it's valid. Today, I want you to know that you won't be where you are forever. I've been lucky to have a lot of wonderful people in my life and they all seem to be better off than I am. It's not true. I know that. But I only see what I can't do compared to them. That is until I start to find the gratitude in the circumstance, in the friendship, in my life. I want to share a story with you of something that occurred on my mission, okay? Maybe I can make an analogy of it. Who knows? We'll see. But this story never fails to make me emotional, so bear with me as always. So, 
here I am towards the end of my mission, slightly burnt out, extremely depressed, but with a companion I absolutely adored. We had been invited to eat lunch with an older gal in the area who had lost her husband and was extremely lonely. She was good spiritually, a happy gal, so I saw no point in needing to visit as often as we did. At the lunch, she engaged in conversation the whole time. I selfishly kept counting the minutes as they went by, failing to truly listen to her. Towards the end of the two-hour lunch, I was steaming. I was so angry and felt that our time had been wasted. I was not grateful for the food, and I felt developing a relationship with this woman was a task I didn't want or need to do. I didn't need her, so what was the point? As we were saying goodbye, and side note for reference, this was during the week of Valentine's, she pulled out two CVS chocolate roses, and with the biggest smile on her face, she handed them to us. You think this is where I'd be grateful and have an attitude change, but I didn't. So anyway, so we said our goodbyes, our thank yous, and headed to the car. Once I was in the car, I remember making a comment about how grateful I was to be out of there and how ungrateful I was for the cheap piece of chocolate. Right as I said that, I was struck with one of the worst feelings in my life, and I heard the words, she is my daughter. I then broke down into tears and held that CVS rose close. I was now overwhelmingly grateful for her and for this kind act of service and felt her heart. I felt her goodness and I felt that I had not appreciated that. I had not been grateful for that. And that in my brain, I had taken away her worth just by my negative thinking. And that's something that's unfair of me to do. So I was heartbroken. And I realized on this day that what I needed was to be someone she needed. I needed to be someone she felt grateful for. And she needed to be someone that I learned to be grateful towards. Similarly to me not feeling as though I needed her, I oftentimes feel as though I don't need the things I view as trials in my life. But just as the story went, there is always a reason to be grateful for the trial, and there will always be good feelings afterward. This woman, this experience, quite literally changed my life. Where I had previously been ungrateful and negative, I was now grateful and positive. I listened more, and I loved better, and I appreciated all that was being given to me. When I get caught up in thinking about how much is going on in my life, I remember this woman. She had lost her husband, her forever friend. And instead of loving her and showing her that I cared about her memories with him, I showed her that I didn't care. As much as it sucks to hear, our negativity doesn't just affect us. Okay? Our negative attitudes and our whatever, they affect so many more people. And I want you to know that just as negativity affects people, our positivity does too. When we're positive, people feel that. And so I want us to focus on being grateful, feeling positive, doing the things that are going to lead to positive feelings. And I don't mean get out of bed, get rid of your depression. That's not what I mean because I know how hard that is. But I also mean that when you're in bed with depression, find one second to find something to be grateful for. And I know, I know how, I know that that's hard. Like my heart knows so deeply, but I also know the reward that comes from just allowing ourselves to come out of the sadness for two seconds to feel grateful for what we have. Now, in honor of gratitude, I have a few prompts that I want to read with you from a book called A Life of Gratitude. So I'm going to start, obviously, because I'm the only one in this room, <laughs> but I'm not the only one on this podcast. Thank you to my viewers. Um, that was sarcasm, but also I really am grateful. Anyway, um, I want you to list five out of the out of the ordinary things you are grateful for today. So like 
things that you wouldn't typically just be like, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful that I have food. I'm grateful. You know what I mean? Like, I want you to list things that are actually just random that you're grateful for. Um, here are mine. I got a really cute Instagram DM this morning. Um, I got to add more items to my registry. I added a volleyball net and a volleyball, not just a net. I don't know what we would do with just a net, but um, I was able to do this podcast episode and only had to re-record it once. Um, I'm going out for ice cream with some of my very best friends soon, and my mom liked the omelet I made her today, which made me really happy because I get really nervous about my cooking. So um, I want you to list five things to yourself now or out loud, or write it down. I don't care what you do, but just do it. You know what I mean? If you don't, if you want to, you don't have to. I'm going to let you do it. Okay. Okay. Hopefully you did it. I'm not going to give you a ton of time. I feel like a teacher. (laughs) I'm not trying to be a teacher. I'm just trying to, you know, spice up the podcast. Um, anyway, so what are some things that bring discomfort that you are grateful for? Now that one was really interesting when I found it in the book because I feel like we really don't focus on the things that make us uncomfortable and why we're grateful for them. But just like I was grateful for that awful negative feeling I had when that woman gave me the rose, I, um, like it wasn't easy to be grateful for that. Like it had to hurt first. And so, but the gratitude came later. So I'm grateful for vulnerability for a number of reasons, but it truly connects us like a puzzle. When we open ourselves up in vulnerable ways, we allow someone to see our mold, our shape, our structure. And to me, that is the most beautiful thing that anyone could ever offer and anyone could ever experience. I think that vulnerability, it's so scary, but it's meant to be scary, but it's also so healing and so calm. Like it's, it's just so, oh my gosh, it's so wonderful. Um, and lastly, I want to know why you are grateful to be you. Now, for some reason, that question is making me emotional because I think that it's really hard for us to find gratitude for ourselves. I really do. I think that it's very difficult for us to look at ourselves and say, I'm grateful for you, especially when we're going through something that's really difficult or especially when our mind is telling us every reason why we shouldn't be grateful for ourselves. But I want you to think about one thing that you are grateful for that you have. Not like you have in the world, but I mean that you offer. So why are you grateful to be you? I am grateful to be me because I'm not afraid to learn something new. Okay, that's not true. I'm very afraid to learn something new. What I meant to say is I am willing. (laughs) Eventually, I'm okay with learning something new. Now, learning something new sucks, especially when it comes in the form of a lesson being taught or a lesson being learned. But I feel that once I let the initial emotions come down and calm down, I am able to accept what I have to learn. Does that make sense? Like I, people will tell me that I need to do something different in in a really nice way. They love me so much, but they'll be like, Camille, when you do this, like that's not great. It really offends me. And I'm like, how dare you not appreciate everything that I offer? But then later I'll be like, oh my gosh, they actually had a point. For example, that we can go back to the CVS Rose moment. That was such a hard lesson to learn that I just needed to love this woman where she was at. And I needed to be a source of light and comfort for her and like, that it wasn't going to fulfill my needs in a way that I had predicted, but I did need that. And I, does that make sense what I'm saying? Um, I learned that it was good to be grateful versus being negative about everything. Um, anyway, I want you all to know that I am really grateful for you. 
I feel so happy when I do these podcasts and I think that it's because I'm supposed to reflect and ingrain these things into my own brain. Ingrain to the brain. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> you all matter so much to me. Um, and I don't know who listens. I really don't unless you tell me. But for the people that I don't know are listening, you do matter. And you do matter to me. And I am grateful for you. And I hope that you can accept the CVS chocolate roses you might not feel grateful for initially, but will ultimately end up appreciating. That's all for the Millennial Illness Podcast. Give us a follow over on our Instagram account, a friend request on our Facebook, and a follow on the podcast. And remember, vulnerability brings forth connections and connections bring forth change. I'm so happy we could connect today and hope to do so soon. Bye, guys.